Hi everyone, thanks again for joining us for the launch of the Psych and Theo podcast. We're excited that you're here. If you have listened to our first full-length episode and are enjoying these shorter episodes on who we are and why we started the podcast, we'd greatly appreciate it if you can share these episodes on your stories, comment on our posts, and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think, and if you have any topic ideas, feel free to message us. Enjoy the following episode. Do another one here. If you had to go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? This is a deep one. Yeah. It's too pers- it's so deeply personal, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I love I love all of you as you're listening to us right now, but there's mm-hmm. some things that I would say to my 18-year-old self that I wouldn't want you hearing. Mm-hmm. And I I'm sure you're probably the same way, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's we all have like, you know, deep things we'd say to ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Um would it be like something harsh or something more no 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 something like hey this this thing won't matter you know whatever mm-hmm. it is you know but i would say this in a general way because it's, it's almost like the question's like what would you say to an 18 year old yeah in a general yeah. way maybe mm-hmm. but specifically to myself i would say um don't try to take the world the weight of the world on your shoulders mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of young people maybe struggle with that. The idealist, um, mm. I think, what what, the, what do the psychologists call it? It's called, uh, is it called the messianic? messianic like their complex? Yeah. Uh, it could be. Um, I don't know if that would, I mean, idealist is, is a yeah. is a type. Uh, it's one of the personality types in the Myers-Briggs as well. I'm uh, asking you to but... diagnose my age. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll need to learn more. About yeah. Yeah. You're like, tell me about stuff. that. Tell me. Yeah. 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 um yeah so i i would say you know with that don't take the weight of the world on your shoulders and don't um uh don't do things out of like a a guilt or Mm. pressure like i have to do i have to i have to you know do this great thing Mm. Uh, because you're just a finite human being yeah you're a very small one at that Mm -hmm. and not that you can't try to do great things but um do things out out of joy if you can, you know, find the things that bring you joy and do things from that. That's good. Now, is that to get a little more personal? Oh, yeah. It's a trap, folks. <laughs> this is a trap. He's a psychologist. Counselor, counselor. Yeah. We have a different counselor, approach. Counselor, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> um, did you feel yourself being like putting that pressure on yourself to do? Oh, yeah. Well, big? I think this, I think it speaks to. A lot of people who grow up in um, very conservative fundamentalist mm-hmm. cultures, um, and now this does not speak. To, uh, you know, I have a, a church back home named Timber Hill Baptist Church that I love dearly. When mm-hmm. I'm talking about independent fundamentalist culture, I'm not really thinking of them. It's more like the the church I, I grew up in as a child, mm-hmm. uh, which I won't name, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, just out of respect, you know, for those yeah. people. But. Uh, you know, people who grew up in that really strong, very conservative, um, and you could call it legalistic culture mm. was legalistic, um, can oftentimes struggle with guilt and shame a lot. True. Yeah. Um, so when they become adults, they can react in several ways. A lot of times it's just they just deconstruct or they break off, you know, mm. and they, they become non-Christians or they just go way off the deep end. Others can think like, um, I'll, I'll, I, in order to please God, I have to keep doing mm-hmm. good things over and over and over again and more and more harder things, things of more difficulty. Mm-hmm. 
so there's that element. I think there's another element when in evangelical circles, uh, some of me and my friends, we talk about like the, the classic evangelical guilt trips. Uh, mm. that, um, this could happen with, with like any talk with missions or ministry or mm. anything like that, where um, it's uh, the, some uh, evangelist or, or preacher gets up and he's like, don't ignore the call of God on your life. And <laughs> it's like getting you to like question like how committed you are. Yeah. 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 Uh And you can, in an emotional state as a young person, Mm. you can walk the aisle and say, okay, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. 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 So I'd say, Hey, look, like find the things that give you joy and go be an image maker Mm. or image bearer, I should say. in whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever field you find yourself in. Yeah. 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 It's good. I like that. Like that. Hmm. What would what piece of advice would I give to my 18-year-old self? I think part of us growing up too in that type of culture is that there's a people-pleasing component to it because you want to be seen as maybe doing things right. And I think for me as, <clears throat> as a young 18-year-old, this was already after my uh, parents had divorced. So I was the oldest of four. So I wanted to be a good example for them. And then there was like this, it wasn't intentional, but there was this pressure that I felt to handle the situation well, which meant that to handle it well, I needed to make sure that everyone who was above me was happy with my progress and how I was doing, which caused me to hide stuff and caused me to only show the highlights or the good parts, good things that I was doing. So I think um, if I were to speak to my 18-year-old self, I would definitely consider... um, letting him know that it's okay to be vulnerable and open so people can meet you where you're at. Now with that, you have to find some safe people to be able to share where you're at because not everyone is safe. And what I mean by that is, because I know that's a trigger word and we, I think we talked about it in one of our episodes, what does safe actually mean? It's just someone who's able to sit with you and be in the trenches with you. That's essentially it. It's not that they're not going to say anything that's going to offend you because truth does offend. It's not that they are going to um, agree with everything that you say. It's just someone who's willing to sit with you in the trenches as you're going through life. Um, so I think I think that's what I would say. Be on the lookout for safe people, cling closely to the Lord, and know that you um, that your worth is not dependent on, you know, past decisions that, that you've made. Um, Cause there's a lot of pressure that you might feel into being a people pleaser at the end of the day, as you get older, and I don't know where I heard this from, but they say, as you get older, you realize that people's words have little weight on your identity. And we spoke mm-hmm. a little bit last time about um, there's this basket and not everyone gets a vote to say, who you are as a person, right? We take all these things that people have said about us and we have this basket of all these messages. You're able to take some out, able to keep the ones that align with God's word. And I think that kind of changed my perspective. Who do I let speak into my life? Is it biblical? And then if it's not, you can take that out of that that basket. So we give a lot of weight to people's words sometimes and that creates a lot of, a lot of our young adult identity. So I would say just as long as it's lining up with God's word, and you have good supportive people who are able to sit with you in the trenches, I think that those are the people that you need during that very difficult 20-year-old, 2020 stage, mm-hmm. you know, when you're making the biggest decisions, some big decisions in your life. 
Friends, thanks so much for tuning in to our launch day episodes. We actually released our full-length episode first and then published these shorter episodes for you to learn about us, our why, and how our life stories, perspectives, faith, and even humor influence how we discuss these various topics. We have plenty more short episodes like this for you to enjoy, so feel free to click on the next episode. 